0: Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Dyrdell with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Omkar Kulkarni, Chief Digital Officer and Chief Transformation Officer at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Omkar, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Now, I'm really excited to talk with you. I know there's so much happening in the digital space, IT technology, and then, you know, the transformation that health, hospitals and health systems are going through right now is really quite significant. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Sure. So I have been at Children's Hospital Los Angeles for a little over five years. Uh, and I've led the innovation function, the digital strategy, and the Office of Transformation um, in my time here. I also have the, uh, the privilege of running our KidsX Accelerator Program, which is a digital health innovation program uh, focused on pediatrics. And we collaborate with 32 children's hospitals from across the country and actually a few from around the world uh, to collaborate to, to drive digital innovation in pediatrics um, prior to my time at children's that spent uh, time at other health systems in in New York and in Los Angeles um, driving you know performance improvement, innovation, different kind of activities all kind of focused around the same general theme which is solving big complex problems in health systems and healthcare delivery and so I love what I do and it's it's a fun job and it's uh, It'll be fun to talk a little bit more about uh, about the things we're working on now.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Well, what a fascinating career journey. And you know when you look at where you're at today at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, what are some of the big opportunities that you have? What are you most excited about? and then, too, the headwinds that you have your eye on right now?
1: So I think the you know the uh, reality that we're all facing is that you know as we come out of the pandemic, our health systems, you know, the way we operate in our ba- basic uh, kind of cost structure is is under a bit of stress, and this is across all health systems, you know, our, our revenues are generally, you know, fairly flat, you know, unless something dramatic has changed, and, and even then, it's, it, you know, there's 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 all these pressures to kind of uh, from, from a reimbursement perspective as it relates to as it relates to health system revenue. But as has been well documented, the the based on the market staffing shortages and, and a lot of other factors coming out of the pandemic, you know, expenses for health systems have has gone up, um, largely due to labor. And, you know, that creates margin pressures. Uh, you know, many of us have thin margins to begin with. I think they continue to be thin as we, you know, exit the pandemic a bit. And the way, the reason that's important is, you know, if you think about digital, as you think about transformation, as you think about innovation, it really is really centered around a lot of that, right? I mean, we're trying to, we're trying to enable the health system to really thrive and achieve its big strategic goals. And its strategic goals and priorities right now are very much reflected on kind of the, 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 the challenges around staffing, the challenges around growing expenses and costs, and the reality that we're, you know, trying to. Uh, you know grow as, as health systems but in the pediatric market specifically um, for example in California uh, you know the the population of pediatric patients seeking kind of inpatient care continues to decline there's there's uh, you know lots of lots of data showing that kind of pediatric um, you know inpatient discharges and inpatient care um nationally and even in our region, um you know it it's it's shifting away from that inpatient care. so we're we're all trying to figure out how to do it. and I think the exciting part is that uh, is that you know digital and innovation are great strategies to help us achieve that.
0: That's such a great point. And certainly, you know, looking at where the trends are headed and and for hospitals and health systems to really be functioning in a way that's um, serving their patient populations well. What do you think from your vantage point um, is, you know, ways that you can uh, think about growth and adding value to the health system overall? How do you do that as a chief digital and transformation officer? Um, What does that really look like?
1: Well, I think, you know, at its core, what we're trying to do is find ways to leverage technology to solve really complicated problems for our health system. And, you know, as I, as we were just talking about, as an example, one of them is around growth, right? So how are we going to leverage technology to attract new patients, to retain patients, to ensure that patients who are coming to see us have a great experience, that they Come back that they you know talk about the the positive experience with others. So at the end of the day, you know we provide an important service to our community, and that service is one that we want you know as many people to access as possible. So you know digital is a great tool to increase access and and attract and retain patients. And so we're always thinking about how we can leverage the tools in our toolkit to to do that. Um, you know, we use a product lens at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles when we think about transformation. We think about innovation. By that, I mean, you know, products are, at least in my head, bringing together people, process, and technology to solve a need for a customer or end user. So, in our case, the customer is often the patient or the family, the parent, um, or sometimes the provider or the, the staff member, depending on what the actual thing is we're working on. And so our goal is to really orient all of our work, all the things we're doing towards developing and, you know, putting out the best products that uh, really people who are using them love to use. Um, The more they really engage in them and they really find them valuable to their individual lives, the more likely they are to use them to their fullest capacity, which means that we're going to generate the most value out of these products we're bringing to our patients, families and, and staff.
0: Absolutely. That That's a really great point. And I love that focus both internally and externally too on the patients and their families. Now, when you're looking at both sides, how do you make sure you're getting feedback and constantly iterating on what you're doing in order to, uh, you know, get the, the best, I guess, product possible? Um, what does that look like? And how do you move from the beginning of a project to all the way through to where it is today?
1: I mean, it really starts with understanding who the right who the customers are for any given um, any given product, and really making sure we have a full breadth of the different types of customers that exist. So even you know, amongst our population at Children's Hospital Los Angeles, the the the, the patients and families are very diverse and uh, have different you know perspectives. They come from different parts of the city. They come you know with their own kind of set of uh you know personal experiences they're bringing with them and we need to understand those we need to really deeply understand those so that we can build design and develop a solution specifically it's going to cater towards our broader population because you know when you do that you get better adoption and adoption is really the value of, of you know digital innovation so so we we starts with with deep kind of discovery of kind of who our customers or and and end users are, what their what their you know experiences today, what their journeys look like today, given the existing part of what we're trying to build for. And then we learn throughout that process what they're doing. and and then we we, we engage deeply with those customers and, and those end users throughout the product development cycle to think about how we can uh, how we can solve specifically for that population and I think sticking to that and building metrics around that and really orienting all of our work towards the, the, the end user as a central part of that um, kind of product development journey is really crucial and we, we stick to that as, as, as closely as we can on all of our products.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Um, Thank you so much. Now, I know, as you mentioned a little bit earlier in the conversation, obviously, there are a lot of challenges right now for hospitals and health systems in general, uh, whether it's staffing uh, shortages or um, some of the other challenges with inflation and the economy and whatnot. So when you look at where we're at today, resources obviously are, are very valuable, especially in healthcare. So what do you see as one investment or risk that's still worth making this year, even given you know the the way that um, a lot of organizations are having to cut back just a bit?
1: I mean, I think uh, you know it, it's instead of giving you like a technology answer, I'll give you kind of the the problem that I think we need to solve for. And I think it, the problem is a long-term problem, and it's around staffing. So like our traditional health delivery models have involved. You know, a certain number of staff providing a certain amount of care to a certain number of patients, and a lot of it is a lot of it is live, synchronous. You know, and it's pretty much unchanged for years, right? Decades, maybe. In terms of doctors, nurses, therapists, pharmacists, kind of collaborating to deliver care, it's often very episodic, and and our reimbursement structures and others kind of guide through that. But I think the challenge is, as we know, uh, you know, given staffing challenges, given kind of data and always coming out around kind of the, the challenges we have in that space, it's, it's something that we need to think about. So how can technology, could you answer your question on investment, how can we leverage and invest in technology that's going to make it possible for our clinical health systems to provide care, uh, great quality care, um, perhaps with limited staffing? Right, so is there ways to augment the staff, leveraging technology like artificial intelligence, decision support, you know, various kind of algorithms that can support kind of co-pilot uh, the the clinical care team? Uh, is there ways to do asynchronous, you know, care delivery? Uh, again, we, we have to think about how uh, we can provide the same level of care for you know a growing need of healthcare. Um, with less, you know, with less people than we probably had in the, in the staffing side of the equation 10 years ago, right? So I think technology is going to, that's going to be the key investment that we make is how we can leverage technology to, to plug in there. Um, you know, a quick example, we've invested in our, you know, we, we've put, we, we, we've partnered with a company to, to put a, have a robot uh, that, ro- you know, that, walk, that roams around. Children's Hospital Los Angeles, and delivers medication from the pharmacy to the nursing unit. Well, a year ago, that was a person doing that, a few people doing that. And, you know, we, we given our challenges, we can now le- have those people do other things and have this robot, you know, do this task just as well, um, you know, and, and leverage technology that way. So it's, it's one example of many that you can think about how technology can, can be inserted to help, nap, help manage the realities of our future staffing uh, challenges.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense, you know, it's just uh, so fascinating to think about that robot going through the hospital and doing, you know, th- that job is, how, how do the staff like it? Is that something that the kids also see too? Or, or what's that like?
1: Yeah, they get, they're definitely public facing. So kids see it, they love it. We've heard lots of stories about, there's a story I had the other day about this this child and his dad, who would follow the robot around, even, even had nothing to do with, <laughs> like, the, the, it was just, he was so curious about the robot. He would just kind of follow the robot around. And uh, whenever, the ro- whenever they returned, they would see the child kind of looking from a distance because he was so fascinated. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's been some great stories about how, um, in addition to everything else in terms of efficiency and, and, and all of that, that it's actually added a great kind of experience to the kids in the hospital. So uh, definitely happy about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have a almost seven-year-old son, and I can imagine if he were there, he would have a million and one questions about how the robot worked and be very curious about it, too. So that's fantastic to hear. Um, yeah. now, as we wrap up our, our conversation, I'm just wondering, looking ahead into the future, you know, where do you see some of the best opportunities for growth and development um, for your department, the teams you work with, and the hospital overall?
1: Well, so what I would say is, you know, there, there continues to be this kind of gap in terms of funding we have towards pediatric innovation and pediatric digital innovation specifically. And so, you know, my hope is that as we continue to, um, you know, think about how we want to invest as a nation, as a kind of as a community in our, in our you know, innovative, innovative technologies and solutions, Let's pay more attention to pediatrics. I mean, it's been well-documented in the last year there's a crisis going on in pediatric mental health. Um, adolescents and teenagers and young adults are experiencing really high levels of, um, you know, mental health uh, challenges. And we just don't have the infrastructure as, nor- as a country to really properly navigate and, and meet the needs of these kids. know these kids turn into adults and the adults turn into seniors so this is this could be a problem for a long time if we don't address it and i think the the way to one of the ways to address it is going to be to be innovative around how we you know do everything from screen to to diagnose to treat uh these these children who have anything but in this example you know mental behavioral health uh, challenges they're they're facing so that's my hope. And I'm hoping that we can, you know, collectively invest more and more in pediatrics and and children and we'll see the dividends pay off in the long run.
0: Absolutely. And that's such an important issue that I know you just brought up in terms of the pediatric mental health. It's something I feel like every day we have new studies on just the challenges and the breadth and the depth of the problem and trying to reach the these kids who have been so impacted by the pandemic and everything else that's happening in the world. So uh, I love that there's efforts and investments in doing more with that and and really um, making that a a top priority. It just seems like um, it'll be so important for us down the line. Absolutely. Well, Omkar, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a a fun and interesting conversation, and I'm excited to have you as well, Uh, speaking at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I think a lot of these themes we'll talk about, and especially looking at some of the digital innovations in in leveraging technology for better patient care. So I'm excited to hear more from you at that point.
1: I'm looking forward to being there and, and sharing more of my perspective. Thank you for having me.